Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Well, hey there, friend. Glad you came by. We've got a special episode for you this evening. A little multicast endeavor in the style of our parent company. Narrating this is a little lonesome sometimes, you understand. So tonight, we're bringing a couple of friends along. Well, I know you're always here for me, Chester, but humans need a little human interaction, you know? So sensitive. Well, come on in, friend. He'll get over it. Hmm. All right. So here's the good pals and great tobacco. So smoke them if you've got them and drink those glasses to the bottom, y'all. Because old Drew Blood has a tale to tell. But first, though, rig him a roll. Oh, hey. I didn't see you there. You know... True Blood Stark Tales is only one of the many shows on this network you could be listening to. We hope you'll subscribe to our entire lineup, including Chilling Tales for Dark Nights, Scary Stories Told in the Dark, Fear from the Heartland, and Horror Hill. All available on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit simplyscarypodcast.com to become a patron. For as little as $5 a month, you get our entire catalog ad-free and available to download or stream. A bargain. And now, back to the show. So tonight, we've got some real highbrow sophisticated stuff, just like you studied in remedial English for goofballs. So without further delay, from author Jeff Sturdivant, my buddy, I give you a company of three. The bus crash, authorities say, happened at approximately 5.30 p.m. Sunday evening at the corner of the Bypass and Service Road near Racine County Women's Correctional Center. While no significant injuries were reported for those in the car involved, the condition of the escaped convicts is uncertain. Chief of Police Mitch Fitzpatrick has issued a warning for all residents to stay at home until the prisoners are apprehended. Presume any and all of the eight escaped convicts to be armed and dangerous and contact Racine County Police immediately with any sightings or information. Again, 
assume the escaped convicts are armed and dangerous, and until we report that they've been apprehended, please stay indoors. Dude, this is crazy. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think so. These cheddar triscuits are freaking good, man. Why didn't they think of this like- No, that's not it. I, have you not heard a word of what's on TV? Triscuits are crunchy, man. Mostly I just heard crunching. Oh, God. I took a deep breath and refocused on the TV. They had already switched to a different news item. Something about a Little League game like that mattered. Like anything else mattered. The prison, man. The ladies' prison. Eight ladies escaped. What if... <laughs> Wild shit, man. He picked up the remote and changed the channel. Three's Company, Chad's favorite. Are you not hearing what I'm saying to you? Chad stopped chewing. Slowed down, at least. He looked like he was thinking. Uncharacteristic of him. Oh. Becca? What if she's one of them? She could be on the loose right now. You remember what she said to me, don't you? Oh, man. Something about your dick. No, after that, man. And that's not true, FYI. Not even remotely. Not that it really matters right now. Huh? Well, that's the last part I remember, dude. Kind of stuck with me. She said she's gonna kill me, remember? Oh, gosh. What if she's one of them? Oh, hold on. I remember now. She goes, I'll cut your dick off and bury you in the woods. Or the other way around. I don't remember. Ramblings of a lunatic. But look, she was serious. At least when she said it. Do you think she's still crazy enough to do it? Oh, man. I, I need a chamomile tablet or something. Hey, do you have any cheese? Here's what I'm thinking. We melt the cheddar cheese on the cheddar triscuits. Queso supremo. Do you even hear what I'm saying to you? If she was on that bus, she could be headed here right now. To kill me, Chad. Come on, you really think so? And it might not even be her. Maybe he had a point. How many prisoners were in that place? So eight of them escaped, but out of how many? What was the chance one of them was Becca? It had to be pretty small, and even if she was one of them, what was the chance she'd actually come here and make good on her threat? She'd surely get caught again if she did. Could she be that unreasonable? Hey, uh, if you were her, I mean, if you'd just escaped from jail, where's the first place you'd go? Me? Oh, probably Taco Bell or something. Say you weren't hungry, though. Same answer, dude. Uh, tacos for later. All right, after that. What would you do after that? Well, you gotta change your clothes and stuff, right? Or get a disguise or something. He suddenly took on a conspiratorial tone. You gotta cut your hair, dye it a different color, you know? Grow a mustache. Well, not a lot of time for that. Get a fake one, maybe. But nothing too flashy. You gotta melt back into society, you know? Like cheese. With this comment, a flourish of his fingers. So you don't think she'd risk coming here? It'd be stupid, right? Uh, the motive is right there. The cops know what she said to me. I mean, the cops could be posted out there right now. It'd be like walking into a trap. She's got to know that, right? Well, hold on just a second, dude. See, that sounds reasonable to you and me. But you're projecting our thoughts onto her. If she's totally batshit, none of the above might apply. Terms and conditions. Know what I mean? 
Well, you're not making me feel much better. I started pacing the room. On TV, Mr. Furley stood dumbfounded by the bedroom door while Jack and Chrissy barked double entendres on the other side. <laughs> Fucking Furley. And here I was, a man who had always found the stakes of Three's Company near the peak of my endurance. And now I was staring death in the face. Well, here, Chad said. He dug the stump of a joint out of his pocket and held it out to me. Take a hit, man. You'll feel better. You know I don't do that stuff. I need a chamomile tablet is what I need. Darn it, have you seen where I put the bottle? I started shuffling through the junk on the kitchen counter. Can we try smoking it at least? Hey, put the news back on, will you? In case they have any updates or anything. He grumbled but changed the channel. Almost immediately, I heard... Police have just issued an update on the eight escaped convicts from the Racine County Women's Correctional Center. As of this report, seven of the eight escapees have been apprehended by authorities. It isn't clear whether they were caught or turned themselves in, nor do we know the identities of the prisoners involved, nor the ones still on the loose. Again, citizens are urged to remain indoors and report any information to Racine County Police. There you go, Chad said. Can I put my show back on yet? Seven out of eight, I said, mostly to myself. Well, that's pretty good, right? I mean, if the chances were low before, now they're like, how much lower? I'm not so great at math, dude, but I'm going to say like 700% better. Seriously, got any cheese in this house? It's still not zero, though. And think about it. If seven turned themselves in right away, the eighth is like the... Like she'd have to have something in mind, you know? Well, they don't know whether they turned themselves in, they said. Well, that'd be even worse. Maybe Becca was the only one tough enough to escape. Oh, gosh. Where the heck are my chamomile tablets? Whoa there, partner. Take it easy a sec. Chad got up from the couch. That kind of caught me off guard. He doesn't do that often. Listen, I know you've always refused to talk about what happened. I've asked you like ten times and you don't want to tell me. I understand that. But it's time to come clean right now. If I'm in this with you, I gotta know. Why are you so afraid of this chick? I stuffed a bunch of junk mail in the garbage can. Didn't even care about recycling it right now. It doesn't even matter, Chad. All you have to know is she's crazy. She's not well. You told me that already, man. That's the same thing you said after I spiked your Shirley Temple with like five of those chamomile tablets of yours. Which don't do shit, by the way. What? You did that to me? When? Cabbage heads, like two months ago. And hey, that's me coming clean with you, all right? Now it's your turn to do the same. And you better. Because I'm the one who knows Kung Fu here, all right? And if I'm going to protect you, I need to know what I'm up against. I sighed and leaned on the counter. He was right. Right in a way, anyway. He'd beaten Kung Fu on NES, and I wasn't sure that would translate so well. But if he was going to sit this one out with me, I supposed I owed him the full story. All right, I said. There was always something bubbling under the surface with Becca. You could sense it like she was never too far from going over the edge. She kept it pushed down, but like anything else, the truth eventually comes to the surface. Like holding a beach ball underwater, you know? I'm listening. She'd always make some comment when she thought I was looking at other women. 
the slightest glance at a waitress or a store clerk or whoever, and she'd give me those eyes. Like a predator ready to strike. <laughs> Jealous much? Extremely. Even though I'm the last guy on earth who'd be unfaithful. And I thought that after enough time went by, she'd understand that. And maybe then she'd loosen up a little. So what the hell happened? It was a magazine, man. She'd found it in the bathroom. A grin spread across Chad's face. You left a magazine out? <laughs> oh, man. I gotta see this. Hustler, what do you got? No, nothing like that, Chad. Uh, a Victoria's Secret catalog, okay? A what? You know, the underwear stuff. I know what it is, dude. So what's the big deal with that? I guess she saw my name on the address label. Realized I had subscribed to it. He paused while the implication slowly soaked in. Then he chuckled. <laughs> Look, it was years ago, all right. I guess I'm still on their mailing list. They just show up every once in a while. That's all. Maybe the recycling bin was by the curb all that day. You dirty dog. Oh, come on. Anyway, she came out of the bathroom with her pants still around her knees. She was so mad. She had the catalog rolled up in her fist, and she was squeezing it so hard I thought it turned back to wood. And she said to me, You're just like all the others, you cheating son of a bitch. And you know what I did to the last man who betrayed me? The same thing I'm gonna do to you. And then the whole thing about, you know, the stuff you said before. And that's when she beamed you with a toaster oven? I pulled out a chair and sat down. My knees were wobbly just recalling the incident. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It could have been worse, much worse. Here's the part you don't know. She wasn't lying about that other guy. The police dug it out of her and ended up finding him right where she said she'd buried him. I escaped with a bump and a few stitches that night. This other guy... They found his bones in a shallow grave. She's not in there for assault, Chad. She's in there for murder. Whoa. How did I not hear about this on TV? Well, it wasn't on Three's Company. Hmm. Good point. It was never more than a local story in the Green Bay area. And I was glad for that because I was humiliated. Hey, man. I'm sure lots of guys subscribe to Victoria's Secret. Not because of that. Because I had dated a murderer. And it gets worse. I peeked at the TV briefly, but no new developments. Just some piece about the weather. As if that was the big story tonight. Just as they were leading her out the courtroom and changed the day of the verdict, she looked right at me and said it. 
The second she gets out of there, she's doing the same thing to me. Holy shit. Hey, why didn't you just tell me in the first place? I dated a murderer, man. You know what that feels like. It makes me feel radioactive. Hey. He put a hand on my shoulder. It's all good. I dated this girl once. She had, like, skin tags. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, well, I don't know. But Becca probably isn't even the one who escaped. I mean, what are the odds? There's probably, like, hundreds of girls in there. The one who made it out is probably some serial jaywalker or something. Y you think? Yeah, totally. Bus crashed and she jaywalked on out of there. She's probably in some hotel room watching Three's Company right now. Speaking of which... He went for the remote, but a breaking report stopped us both in our tracks. Just breaking. Police have released the identity of the prison escapee still at large and believed to be somewhere in the Brookfield area. Rebecca Sanderson, 35 years of age, 5 foot 8, 135 pounds, is serving a 40-year sentence for murder and should be considered armed and extremely dangerous. Holy shit, Chad said. Me? I couldn't cough up a word if my life depended on it. There she was on the screen. Not the girl I had dated, but some prison-hardened approximation of her. I saw she had developed a taste for facial tattoos over the past three years, but it wasn't that that sent the prickles up the back of my neck. Not the tattoos themselves, but what they said. A skull on her left cheek with text on its cranium reading, Fuck you, Kevin. A bloody meat cleaver on her right cheek emblazoned with Kevin's little dick and something like a banner scrawled across her forehead like a single extended eyebrow. It read, The minute I get out of here, Kevin, you're dead. That forehead one's pretty on the nose. Chad said, We gotta call the police. We've just received this footage from a surveillance camera outside Wauwatosa Hardware on West North Avenue. Here you can see Miss Sanderson punching through the plate glass window and climbing inside. And this video here, you can see Miss Sanderson coming back out with what looks like a chainsaw, a few hammers, and I believe that's the handle of a machete sticking out of her pants there, much less discreet with the chainsaw. And here she is from the camera at the nearby Taco Bell gas station. Looks like she's got tacos and a can of two-cycle gas. Police are warning all residents to remain indoors and report any sightings immediately. Yeah, police sound pretty good right now. All right, listen, make sure the doors are locked, windows too. I'm calling the cops. Your windows chainsaw proof by any chance? Go quick, a and you know what? Hold on. I opened a drawer in my kitchen island and rooted around until I found it. A good heavy rolling pin. Had to be three or four pounds. My grandma's. I handed it to him. Oh, thanks. He said. Anyone comes after me with a chainsaw, I'll just protect myself with this piece of wood. I was already punching the numbers into the phone. Just hurry. Go. Or maybe I'll just make some dough or something. God help us both. Chad went off at roughly the speed a pothead would exhibit to save his life. Still, we needed all hands on deck right now. I finished typing in the numbers and listened to the phone ring on the other end. Before long, it picked up. Brookfield Police, can I help you? 
Hi, this is Kevin Applebaum, 2100 West Hadley Street. See, in regard to the prison escapee, Rebecca Sanderson, I believe she's coming here, right now, to kill me. Is this a crank call, Mr. Applebaum? Because crank calling a police station is a crime and can result in a fine of... You seen those tattoos on her face, sir? Ma'am, the dispatcher said. Excuse me? Ma'am, the dispatcher repeated. I'm a ma'am, thank you. Well, it's no crank call, ma'am, I assure you. Have you seen those tattoos on her face? They're about me. I'm Kevin. Oh, with the little dick? First of all, it's huge, okay? And more importantly, she's going to kill me, like, soon. There was a commotion at the police station then. Several officers speaking urgently. I could hear it muffled like the dispatcher had her hand over the speaker. Mr. Applebaum, we're sending a unit to your general area. Please remain safely indoors until you hear back from us, okay? I repeat, do not leave the house. My general area? What do you mean by that? I need police over here right now. Miss Sanderson is quite elusive, Mr. Applebaum. She's been a step ahead of us ever since the accident. So this is good. Since we know she'll be showing up to kill you, we're using you as bait. We'll have an officer watching your residence from a distance. And when she shows up, we'll move in. But what if he doesn't get here in time? He's almost done with his meal break, Mr. Applebum. You just sit tight, okay? Just then, I smelled the pot smoke wafting across the house. I told Chad not to light that up in here, but right now I had much bigger problems. All right, but please hurry. We will, Mr. Applebum. The phone disconnected, leaving me alone with my fate. And Chad. I smell the smoke, Chad! I'm stressed, all right? He came trotting back, dabbing out his joint with moistened fingers and sprinkling ash on my carpet as he did so. Windows are locked, doors are locked. I don't hear any chainsaws. She's probably saving the gas for your ass. Hey, man, I never did shit to her, okay? Let's get that clear in case she busts in here like a goddamn lumberjack. Nobody said you did, and neither did I. It was all just unfortunate, okay? Anyway, the police are en route. They're going to be watching the house in case she shows up. And seriously, thanks for sticking around through all this. You're a good friend. I realize you could have left as soon as you heard the report. Well, not really. Chad said. What do you mean? I ordered a pizza. I'm starving. A pizza? For delivery? It should be here any minute. Well, don't hold your breath. There's a countywide stay-at-home order in effect. It's essential services, bro. People could perish. So could the delivery guy, Chad. Believe me, there's no pizza coming. And that's when the doorbell rang. <laughs> Told you. Hell or high water. I'll go grab it. Wait. How do you know that's the pizza guy? It could be her. It could be Becca. Chad checked his watch. 30-minute guarantee. He's right on the money, man. It's got to be him. Just hold on a minute. It could also be the cops. Put that joint away, will you? He stuck it under the side of his hat. I snuck through the foyer with my back along the wall farthest from the front door and into the nearby mudroom. 
I got near the window facing the street and peeked through a crack between the curtains. Little Caesars. Chad was right. Pizza guy. Told ya. I went to the front door and opened it. The delivery guy made no attempt to hide his disdain for having stood there so long. Sorry for the wait, I said. You know, with the escaped convict and all. Just being careful. Afraid of girls, I guess. Figures. He slid the pie out of the bag and handed it to me. What's that supposed to mean? Means that'll be twelve fifty, plus tip. He didn't pay online? Nah, nobody paid. That's a hula Hawaiian. Plus delivery, plus tip. I fished a ten and a five out of my pocket and forked it over. Keep the change. Thanks. And hey, watch out for naughty girls, huh? I ignored the smart remark and grabbed the doorknob. But just as I was about to turn away, I heard the chainsaw. Kevin, you lying, cheating son of a bitch! She emerged from the darkness like some spectral bringer of death. And before the pizza man's pizza warmer even hit the ground, the chainsaw was lodged in the crook of his neck. Hot blood sprayed me in the face, and for a moment I couldn't even move. All I could do was stand there and watch the spinning blades tear through the man's orange shirt, turning it a bloody black in the moonlight, and his head tilting almost coyly to the side, and the effect disappearing entirely when his eyes met mine upside down and finally fell on the porch. Then the rest of them fell with it. You didn't think you'd see me again, did you, Kevin? What have you been up to? Catching up on back issues, you sleazebag? Tugging your little prick? No! It was never like that! You're all the same! And now you're gonna answer for all of them! Oh, I've been waiting so long for this! Only then did my legs decide to obey me. I slammed the door in her face and locked it. Ran back to the living room where Chad stood, pushing his shoulder against the door to the back porch. She barred it, dude. It's totally jammed. You gotta be kidding. Let me try. He was right. I could see through the door's window that a two-by-four had been slid through the porch's rungs. How long had she been lurking around here? <laughs> a window. We can go through a window. But before I could even decide which one, the front door hit the wall. And the growling chainsaw was at full volume. There's no escaping this time, Kevin. Good luck with the windows. Five-minute epoxy's on sale, by the way. Fuck. Dude, break the glass. It's the only way. But it was too late. She was already in the doorway. Chainsaw ripping. Now in the light, I saw the prison-hardened face who used to be my girlfriend. All of that underlying anger and craziness no longer restrained. Unabashed and embraced, in word and in deed. Her eyes full wide around pupils so dilated they seemed solid black. And of course, the tattoos. Felty to the god of my demise. Oddest of all, a fake mustache. And this she peeled off and tossed on the floor. And now I reveal my true form, the harvester of evil, to make fecund the earth with the blood of the unfaithful. Holy shit, she's bananas, Chad said. Becca, listen, nothing but the truth here, okay? I honestly don't know why you got so bent out of shape over the catalog. Maybe you thought I was comparing the ladies in there to you? I don't know. 
or that I found them more desirable than you, but none of that could be further from the truth. We had a real thing going, you and I, and when you threw the toaster oven at me, I mean, that really hurt. I'm not talking about how it bounced off my head, either. I mean, in here. I touched my chest to show her the extent of my injuries. He hasn't made pizza bagels ever since, Chad said. Not just because the oven's broken, either. It's been real hard for him, Becca. He's right. It hasn't been easy. It's just a shame it all had to happen this way. The chainsaw still idling in her hands, her expression seemed to waver, not unlike the unsteady two-cycle engine. All it would take to set off either one, a mere squirt of gas. I could not let that happen. Why do you look at them? She asked. Why do you look at them instead of me? This is what you never let me explain. What I'm looking at and what I see are two different things. I was shopping, Becca. How was I supposed to order you lingerie without looking at it? Without picturing you wearing it? It was supposed to be a surprise, but I guess that ship sailed long ago. A solitary tear dripped from her eye, ran down the cleaver tattoo indicated for my genitals. It's too late, she said. What's done is done. It can't be fixed. And albeit diffidently, she fingered the throttle. A splash of gas-scented gore freckled the table and the TV screen. Wait, Becca, Chad said, reaching into the side of his hat. Just one last thing before you chainsaw my friend here. Maybe you're right that things can't be fixed. But sometimes you gotta see things from all angles, you know? From different perspectives. I mean, this whole thing is like... like a comedy of misunderstandings, you know? He put the joint in his mouth and lit it. Took a long drag. Here, he said, and keeping his distance as best he could, he held out the joint to her. I know it's been a while. Let's see what the goddess has to say about all this. She stared at the joint for a moment. I never remembered her being interested in such things, but then again, I never suspected her of murder either. Becca, it turned out, was full of surprises, and this continued to bear out. It's been a while. She accepted the joint and took a long drag. She held it in for a few seconds and coughed it out. <laughs> a real long time. This stuff's the best. I call it the Song of Parvati. It's sour diesel sprinkled with Kevin's chamomile tablets. What? What the hell, man? Hey, I offered you some, didn't I? Becca took another long hit. Then a series of short ones, all held in like she was stuffing more socks into a packed suitcase. She held it in for a long time. Finally, she said, The goddess Parvati. I think I can feel her. The goddess of life's continuity. Can you feel her? Can you feel the moksha? I can. How about you, Kevin? Can you feel the spirit? Deliberation. He gave me a look that compelled me to agree. Uh, yes. Becca reached out for the arm of my love seat and sat down heavily. With a look from Chad, the two of us sat down on the couch. Becca slowly raised the joint to her lips and took another hit. Then she weakly held it out and said, I think I'm good. I'm like a thousand pounds right now. 
Chad made to get up and retrieve the joint, but it looked like a lot of effort to him. Just throw it. Okay. You ready? Yeah. My arm's real heavy. Yeah, mine too. I think I can kind of flick it onto the table. Okay. Then I could just bend over and get it. Okay. Hold on. She weakly lifted the joint to her lips and took yet another hit. Chad and I met eyes. His look said it all. I'm sure mine did too. After a minute or so, the idling chainsaw slid from her fingers and landed on the carpet. Still within reach though. She had forgotten to flick the joint back to Chad. A live report threatened to break just then, so I quickly changed the channel back to Three's company before anything showed up to harsh Becca's buzz. On TV, Jack stood flummoxed with his ear to the kitchen door while Chrissy and Janet's innocuous conversation from the other side suggested a lesbian escapade. And for the first time in a few minutes, Becca spoke up in her sedated fog. I get it now. Sometimes you see things or, or hear things and they aren't always what they seem like. I'm sorry, Kevin. I, sh I shouldn't have been so homicidal and stuff. Oh, that's all right, I said. Relieved as I was, I made no move to get up. Not until the chainsaw by the love seat stopped idling would I even consider it. Her hand still dangled only inches away, and I knew her mood was as tentative as that trigger throttle. And then... My God! Police! Nobody move! My first instinct was to run for the front door and get behind the officer's gun, but better judgment prevailed in an instant. None of us budged, not even Becca. In fact, she was the one who spoke up. In here, officer. Come get me. That's my mess out there. I could hear the cop calling for backup. Gun drawn ahead of him, he made his way into the living room. Nobody move a muscle. What the hell happened out there? I'm the one you want, officer. Just help me get up, will ya? I surrender. You two the ones who called the station? I nodded that I was, like a freaking hour ago. Good work, you two. I was on break. <laughs> Thanks for holding down the fort. Oh, no trouble at all. Becca went back to prison without any trouble, aside from the paperwork and subsequent media circus, of course. And with the new murder charge and the plethora of additional ones in the mix, I'm sure she'll be out of my hair for quite a while. I only hope they have a TV where she's going, and that once in a while she can catch an episode of Three's Company to remind her of the most vital lesson she's ever learned. It's funny the places from which these lessons come sometimes. And I hope she remembers in this life and the next that things aren't always the way they appear at first glance. Chad was right. Sometimes you need to just sit back, reflect, and see things from a different perspective. I don't always agree with the way he facilitates that shift in perspective, but hey, there's no wrong way to stop a bloody chainsaw. It's just a shame that poor pizza guy had to end up in the way. That said, there are certain matters I won't budge on even at the risk of sounding like a hypocrite. 
Back on the couch with Chad conducting his cheese on cheddar triscuits experiment, I decided it was time to bring this matter to light. And Hulu Hawaiian pizza, Chad? Seriously? I thought Becca was the crazy one, but you might be the real pineapple. Don't knock it till you try it, bro. Life's an adventure. And sticking me with the bill on top of it. There's a classy move. He raised an eyebrow at me. Huh? What do you mean by that? Twelve fifty plus tip. <laughs> I paid online, man. You've been had. Well, shit. Fuck em. And that was A Company of Three by my good pal, author Jeff Sturdivant. A good reminder to keep your friends close and your enemies as far away as possible. I've heard advice to the contrary, sure, but I doubt those people have ever dealt with jilted women. A little about the author. Jeff Sturdivant is an author and audiobook narrator. His likes are candlelit dinners, long walks on the beach, writing his own bios, and making Drew say silly shit. <laughs> you shithead. You can find audiobooks he's written at flexfiction.com and audiobooks he's narrated at flexfiction.net. Olivia Steele is a voice actress, streamer, and horror freak who loves spooky movies and games. You can find more of her narration on our own CTFDN YouTube page. And Paul J. McSorley is our good pal and an award-winning narrator of 143 books to date, and of course the host of our own Fear from the Heartland podcast. If you haven't subscribed to it yet, what the hell are you waiting for? It's Paul, damn it. And John McLean, tonight's special guest, is the multi-award-winning narrator of 266 books to date including Jeff's Occupational Hazards and Gross Embellishments, along with 264 more dignified titles. He's got a great new weekly podcast called The Audiobook Trail, which we really hope you'll subscribe to. It's a must for all you audiophiles, and he's got Jeff for an interview on episode 11, which you won't want to miss. That's The Audiobook Trail on all podcast platforms, and on the website, audiobooktrail.com. Much obliged, everyone. And do old Drew Blood a favor, would you? Subscribe to his podcast wherever you do your listening and leave him a five-star review and a kind word, even if you're listening on YouTube. He needs soldiers on all fronts to win this battle, and he appreciates it. To hear a premium ad-free edition of tonight's and all the other episodes, visit simplyscarypodcast.com today and click Patrons in the upper menu. You'll find yourself at ChillinTalesForDarkNights.com where you can become a patron for as little as $5 per month and get access to their entire audio archive, all ad-free and available to download or stream. Thank you for your time and for supporting our sponsors. When you support our sponsors, you support this show. If you happen to use Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube, you can follow and subscribe to Chillin' Tales for Dark Nights there where you'll get all the latest updates and new releases and have the chance to interact with them each and every week. 
Oh, and you can find Drew Blood on Facebook and Instagram, and sometimes Twitter. The Drew Blood's Dark Tales podcast is accepting submissions, friend. If you've got a story or two you'd like to be featured on the show, send it to drewbloodhorror at gmail.com. If selected, you'll get the full treatment. Ten bananas. Well, I'm afraid this is where we part ways. At least till next week. So grab a chamomile tablet for the road, friend. Our boss Craig swears by them. Me? I'd say at least wash it down with something a little stronger. I'd like to take the time to say hello to a few more listeners of the show. Stephen Bailey, James Curtis, Carlos Huertas, and Jinxter Blondes. Thanks for all the kind comments. I really appreciate it, friends. So without further ado, Mr. Stephen Bailey, James Curtis, Carlos Huertas, and Miss Jinxter Blondes. May the wind be at your back, and may the road rise up to meet you. Remember, we can't all be inexplicable roomies with two hot chicks. The rest of us, well, let's just go fuck ourselves. <laughs> Good night, y'all. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.